This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. It's now time for Inside the Numbers brought to you by Eisner Amper. The Jets ran 55 offensive plays and averaged 1.9 yards per play. Think about that. With a minimum of 50 offensive plays, that's the fewest yards per play by any team in a game since 2009. Got to go back with the Rams had 1.8 yards per play in Week 17 against the Niners. That's Inside the Numbers brought to you by Eisner Amper, a leading business advisory firm helping clients transform their companies, build capital, uh, also innovate processes, and mitigate risk. Make Eisner Amper part of your solution. Learn more at EisnerAmper.com slash solutions. That's what I was talking about with that caller, Dan. Like, you can talk about injuries, and yes, injuries have played a part, but we're talking about anemic offense. Historically, anemic offense. There's no excuse for that. In a league where it just seems like we've seen so many teams and so many quarterbacks, nameless, faceless guys go out there, and at least for a brief period of time, get some offense. Case Keenum comes off of the mat to help the Texans keep their playoff hopes alive. Right. You know, Josh Dobbs, although very briefly, was able to go to Minnesota and help them win a game or two. Right, so that's that's Jake that's Browning, difference. Nick Mullins. Uh-huh. I mean, the list goes yeah. on and on. You go around the NFL, there's a lot of these guys. And, and it's just, you watch the Jets offensively versus some other teams. And you watch some of these other games and there's guys wide open completing passes. Yeah. You know, you watch the Jets, they complete like an 8-yard pass. You sit there and exhale and say, "Boy, that was that was something." You know, it, it shouldn't have to be that difficult, but it it's almost like it's an accomplishment if they could even do that. No. Like why is everything look so challenging? And, and like I said the coach, they've got some things on their resume that to be proud of. To beat the Bills, to play with Kansas City, you know, to beat the Houston Texans. But they just haven't been able to string it together. You know, any given Sunday, right, Dan? Any given Sunday, anybody can beat anybody, and the Jets are the perfect, they're the personification of that. Like any Sunday, they can make you believe, but unless you see it on a consistent enough basis, it's not true. They're aberrations. They're not the norm. The norm has been this team can't score touchdowns. They can't produce touchdowns in the red zone. They can't string first downs together. And it's been that way no matter who their quarterback is. And we'll see who their quarterback's going to be on Sunday. Now, the Giants, still mathematically alive, but they're not going anywhere either. Lost to the Saints. And I don't want to let Danny, uh, Tommy DeVito off the hook mm-hmm. because he wasn't great. But I didn't see anything to make me say, okay, he stinks. It did, the offensive line did not work. This looked like the offensive line we saw for the majority of the first half of the season. Running for his life, can't put anything together, no one getting open. I mean, no one. I mean, a lot of those sacks were just, they, they showed it on, on Fox. There is nobody open at all. And, you know, they, they had a chance at 7-6 at the half, and then the defense just gave up a couple of bad drives, uh, letting a, a third and 22 get converted, and, and, that was, and that was it. Just not good enough. But not quite the embarrassment of the Jets' offense, but close. The two drives in which they produced points, well, one of them actually came with Tyrod Taylor coming in when when DeVito had to get checked for the concussion. And both of those drives, Dan, were continued because of penalties by the Saints. One was the five-yarder for running into the kicker that gave them an automatic first down. And on a third and 22 in completion, there was a roughing penalty that gave the Giants a first down. If not for those Saints penalties, the Giants get blank. Giants' third quarter offensively was as bad as the Jets' first half. Giants went. The Giants had two drives in the third quarter. They went three and out. So six plays and two yards of offense. Think about that. You know, it's amazing that good. we. You can make an argument, not an argument. I think it's you know, there's some legitimate proof behind it that for the last three plus months, football fans in this city, whether you root for the green or you root for the blue, we have watched two of probably the three worst offensive teams in the NFL for now, what, 15 weeks or 14 weeks, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Awful. Right? You throw the Patriots in there, those are probably the three worst offensive units in the entire National Football League, and two of them happen to reside in the same city, which is unbelievable. And you and I did so many shows in the summertime when no matter what team you were rooting for, there was anticipation for both. The Jets with Aaron Rodgers, the Giants coming off of a playoff win, and how can they maybe be even better the next season? And if I would have told you that with three weeks left in the season, this is what we've had to witness, 
and the product that they've put out on the football field this year for both of these teams, yeah. it's, it's it's unfathomable. No, just it, it, it's really just crazy. And and the hope is is that you know whatever the Giants do, whether it's with a draft pick or Daniel Jones coming back healthy, or just the maturation of Devito, who was automatically named the starting quarterback next week, which makes sense to me, right? I mean, you feel good the, about that. I do, just because, listen, if we're going to find out anything, let's find out exactly what they have in him. Tyrod's not coming back. So, and if you were, you're you're not paying him $11 million a year. So, he's probably gone. Maybe DeVito can be your backup quarterback. Maybe he can be somebody to challenge for, you know, who's going to start? Because it doesn't look like we had Amani Tumoran, who had the same injury as Daniel Jones, says, good luck having him ready for training camp. There's a possibility that it could be up in the air opening day whether Daniel Jones is going to be back. So it's either going to be DeVito until Jones comes back or if they bring in some other quarterback and they have them challenge for it. Let me see three more weeks of what this kid can do. I looked. He didn't turn the ball over. You know, he managed you know the game as, as best, I guess, as he could. So why not have him play? I mean, Tyrod Taylor can maybe sneak a couple more you know, wins out of this. Maybe he can have a better chance of beating the Eagles one of these two times or beating the Rams. But isn't it better to just see what Tommy can do? I mean, he is your future as far as in some way, shape, or form. Either the starter at the beginning of next year if Daniel Jones can't go or a very cheap backup where the Giants can use that money someplace else to, to get some weapons or strengthen this offensive line. So, no, I'm glad to see that he's coming back and start. And, and, and not only getting a chance to see what he is and what he could do, but think about the situations like, these, this is a meaningful game coming up on Christmas Day against Philadelphia, right? Philly's going to need that game. The Rams, the following week, they're going to need that game because yeah. they're trying to sneak into the playoffs. So you get that as an added bonus. I, I have no problem with it. I will say yesterday, look, he was under duress a lot. I thought he held on to the ball a little bit too long. Um, and he's an elusive guy, and he's got mobility, and he still was dropped seven times yesterday. Like, that was the other thing real yeah. quick about, like, the Jets. I think Zach Wilson was sacked four times. It could have been seven or eight if he didn't just spike the ball into the ground to try to live to see another play after right. that. So it was... Well, you, you're telling me he held on to the ball too long. That's what kids do. That's what kid quarterbacks right. do in the NFL. So if I see him go out there and play Dan and say, all right, this is he just doesn't know what he's doing. Well, then I could say, all right, let's move on. But I don't think you've seen that at all in the games that he has played. And let's take these three games to, to, to evaluate and to see. Now, I will say this, and maybe it's never good to lose, but let's tone down the whole, all, all the yo-yo stuff. It's a great story, but I, I, enough. I mean, I don't, need to hear, I don't need to see his agent on the sidelines looking like a leprechaun with his green jacket because he was put into the American, Italian-American Hall of Fame. An Italian leprechaun. For what? Yeah. He just happens to be the I, agent of a kid who had a couple of good games, and now he's a Hall of Famer. And, and and the other thing, too, I mean, I don't know. There's back and forth with the story of the whole appearance he was going to make in Morristown, where it was agreed upon that it was going to be $10,000, and it was going to be 50 bucks for an autograph. They promoted it. Uh, the owners got the text message to say that it was, it was confirmed. Um, and then all of a sudden, they beat... Uh, the Packers on Monday Night Football, and the agent wants twenty grand and says there was no contract, but that there was a gentleman's agreement according to the place of Morristown. Guys, honestly, really, I'm probably going to side with the with the uh, with the restaurant. Yeah, you clock know, is now, ticking. The clock, done. Um, the clock. God, listen, I, 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 listen. Get all you can get, but yeah. all of a sudden he beats the Packers, and now you know it's twenty thousand. So let's say let's say they did have a handshake agreement and didn't have a contract, and now he doesn't throw a touchdown, and they get they basically almost shut out in New Orleans. Do I now get him for five thousand? Yeah. Like I didn't know it was going week to week here. All right. So it was ten thousand. You beat the Packers. You're saying twenty thousand. Okay. Well, now they lost to the Saints. I'm going to do it for five. I'm not going to blame Tommy. It's obviously the agent trying to get everything he can. But at the end of the day, the one little piece of advice I'd have for Tommy DeVito, agents work for you. Mm-hmm. All right? And if I were Tommy DeVito, I'd say, I don't know how long this is going to last, but let's not, let's not clown around here, all right? I'm an NFL player now. I'm proving that week after week. Let's not become a clown show. And it was, it was starting to border on a clown show. Well, so, you know, if anything, maybe this tones it down and we can get back to stupid football, okay? Well, you know what's weird? In the last two weeks... The agent's done more national appearances than Tommy DeVito. Like, interviews. Like, I mean, he's popping up on all these different shows or whatever. Tommy DeVito's not on these shows. He does his media in the locker room once a week or whatever it is, as the quarterback does each and every week, and then he talks to the media after the game. That's it. 
Listen, I got to tell you, and we're not Dan and I are not talking out of our you know what. We both have agents. Now we have not reached the level of Tommy DeVito in a month, although I think we both accomplished things in our respective careers. Agent works for me. All right, so I could I could stop my agent from doing whatever. You're representing me, so if you want to get your 15 minutes, get it off of somebody else's back, not mine. All right, so Tommy's got other things to worry about. But if I were the family, I'd say, hey, let's, let's tone it down a bit, okay? Because you're representing my son. And now these stories start to come out about wanting to gouge more money. That reflects poorly on Tommy. Yeah. So that's why the family, because, again, I'm not going to put it on Tommy. He's 24 years old. He's trying to, he's trying to learn the playbook and, and, and go out there and play every Sunday. It's a tough thing to do. But his parents, who obviously care a lot about him, has got to tell the agent, All right, let's tone it down a little bit. It's not about you. Are we appreciate you protect them and everything. Go do what you got to do. But everything that you're doing now reflects on Tommy DeVito. So don't make it a clown show. Well, tone it down. Let's dial it back a little bit, okay? So maybe, if anything, this loss will get him to dial it back and we can get back to football. Is he the, does he do both? I mean, is he like his marketing agent and his football agent? Like he's doing the football contract? Like I haven't cared enough to uh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I heard agent, his agent. He's doing everything. Anthony agents. says he's doing everything. Okay, well, I mean, again, maybe Tommy's a guy. Remember, an undrafted player, camp invite, didn't think that he'd necessarily have to worry about things like this and have the opportunity that he's taken advantage of here. But if this continues and if he continues to play good football and with these episodes and you and I are talking about it, I'm sure other shows are as well, he's probably going to have to come to a decision when this season is over and he could take a step back and reflect on everything he's done. Listen. He might have to maybe get somebody a little bit more in the game as far as right. handling these type right. of things. But all I know is is that, listen, get what you can. You don't know how long this is going to last. Right. You know, one minute people want to pay $10,000 for you to make appearances and the next thing, you know, whatever happened to. That's the way, fo- that's why sports is never mind football that's the way sports are so i'm not going to begrudge the kid to get every dime he can but when you start hearing stories about reneging on a handshake agreement again i'm not gonna i am i don't know the whole story other than it sounds like there's two sides to it agent claims it was just a handshake deal they didn't have anything got written down the owner of the restaurant said that they whatever it was is that it doesn't look good that because he beats the packers you want to double your your appearance fee uh, I don't think anybody's going to want to now reduce it down to a buck, a buck fifty. That he didn't look great against the New Orleans Saints. So you know what's going to happen when this is all said and done. Tommy's going to still be Tommy. He's going to be worrying about football, and the agent's going to be out there doing appearances. And there's going to be places booking him, some you know low level joints or whatever, bringing him in to sit there and shake hands and kiss babies. That here was the Tommy right. DeVito agent guy. It felt you know what you know it kind of vibed like like the the whole the ball father. Remember. With uh, with his son, I forget. I forget. It, it wasn't Lamelo. What was the the the, the oh, first? Oh, uh, 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 um, yeah, Lavar, Lavar right. Ball. You know, and then when he's making appearances on Stephen A. Smith's show, and right. it looked like like the father was trying to get his fifteen minutes off the backs of his kids. You know, uh, I, I I don't I didn't want to see the agent do that. That's the way it came across to me. Just me as being Joe fan. And it reflects poorly on Tommy, and I didn't want to see that. He looks like a good kid, and everything starts to happen really fast, and you need representation. So I get that, but be careful because the representation is just that. He's representing you for positive or negative, for good or bad. All right, we can't talk Giants without bringing in Tessa and Wes Caldwell. You're on ESPN. How are you, Tessa? How did you handle yesterday? Um, not too good. Thanks so much for taking my call. You you already know me. I, I thought I was done bashing my head against the wall because, Don, this is what I'm saying. I wasn't getting crazy. I'm a fanatic, but I wasn't getting crazy. I still believe we possibly could win one or two more games. The thing that really bothered me is this. You just played a decent game on Monday. How is the O-line back looking this terrible again? You can't get the twisties. You're supposed to be doing that in training camp. I You're know. supposed to be doing that in training camp. I mean, and then you write the wide receivers. It just made me feel like, what is wrong with y'all? Y'all was attached to them like a button on a shirt. Release. Get, get separated. It was just like, it just made me feel all over again. Like, we are a disaster. But how do you go so hot and cold, Don? That's all I'm saying. They go so hot and cold. You played a decent game on Monday. Here we are, son. If you would have just played close to what you played to on Monday, maybe we would have had a shot. Now I'm sitting here contemplating, is my Christmas going to be ruined? Because we will get blown out by 50 points on Monday. Like, why are we playing on Christmas? Tessa, look look at what happened with the Jets. I mean, going from one week to the next and how things can change on you there. But but one thing I wanted to bring up, too, for both of you guys, like, 
how about the other side of the ball? Maybe the most disappointing thing for me yesterday was with the Giants was the defense. Because the that defense. defense had been playing really well the previous few weeks. All the yeah. takeaways. Derek Carr could have played that game in a tuxedo yesterday. They never yeah, they got to not, him. They did not put any pressure. He could have had a chair back there chilling out because that's how much time he had in the pocket. And that's another thing. We was doing so much zone. Why? Like, when we did attack, when we did blitz, we was almost getting to him. And then uh, sometimes we did get burnt to the back end. But I don't know why the game plan was so good. Like, were we tired? Like, I don't know. Did they celebrate for no, four days no, straight? No, I'm going to tell you what it is, win? Tessa, and this is the way it is in sports. That's why you in baseball, I don't know if you follow baseball, but they always say don't believe what you see in March or what you see in September. Yeah. When you have a team that know, they knew – they knew they weren't going anywhere, but all of a sudden it became real. Like, it's one thing, you play the Packers, zero expectations, Packers need the game, you're just playing for fun on Monday Night Football, and you're relaxed. Now all of a sudden you ratchet it up, you're going to New Orleans, it's a winnable game, Tessa. If you beat New yep. Orleans, that game on Christmas Day is going to have meaning. It's a different world when all of a sudden the expectations are high. Same thing with the Jets. Expectations are high, they end up giving, they, they lay an egg. No expectations, they go out there, they play loose, and they do well. And maybe that's what it is, Tessa. It became real, and we were reminded how much work this Giants team still has to do. But, Don, let me ask you this. As, as much as we need, it just seems like we just need everything. A quarterback. We definitely need a wide receiver. But the O-line, is. it don't matter who we have back there. The O-line is still hot, funky trash the way they are. It's not going to matter. Like, which one do you think is pivotal? Like, we know the quarterback. Let's take the quarterback out. Wide receiver or O-line? Who needs to be drafted first, Don? Oh, you know, the thing with drafting offensive linemen high, it's such a crapshoot. Like Evan Neal? It, it, and, and, it's, and here's the thing, Tessa, specifically with the Giants. How many offensive linemen have they taken in the first round no. over the last decade? Oh go back to Jerry Reese, right? I mean, you yeah. go back to Flowers and Pew. I was just and, about to say Flowers. Yeah, I mean, right. So <laughs> even Will Hernandez was a high second round pick. No, and, absolutely. Yeah. They have. To, see, that's the thing, Tessa. And thank you so much for the phone call. Hang in there. It's that Dan. They've addressed through the draft this offensive line, and it looks like they got it right with Thomas. Sure, but they've screwed up so many different places. But finally, outside of yesterday. When the offensive line was healthy, they were starting to play better. And you talked about it earlier, the lack of continuity. Was it 13 different starting lineups for the Jets on the offensive line? That's going to come back to burn you. They've got to stay healthy. They've got to find some continuity. They've got to find a weapon. Waller's been a disaster this year. Not just the health. He hasn't He hasn't done anything, even when he's been healthy. He was supposed to be their big free agent signing. He gave you nothing. So they've got to find some weapons. And... It's it's a dirty little secret here, Dan. What are they going to do at quarterback? What are they going to do if Daniel Jones is not ready for camp? First of all, you don't even know if Daniel Jones is the answer. He may not be ready for camp. We're putting Tommy DeVito in the conversation. I don't think they're going to be in a position to draft high. Now, they can make a deal. I was talking to Carl Banks. They've got the pieces to move up. There's going to be enough teams that are going to be in the top five or six that don't need a quarterback that might be willing to trade. Right. So they could still do that. Do you get a free agent to challenge for the job? I mean, what are you going to – like Tessa said, the things they need, if they don't – if they start training camp and Daniel Jones isn't ready, tell me how you're going to be successful. Well, the thing about the tra- the, the thing about the draft with the quarterbacks, it's such an inexact science. I mean, I'm not just going to throw Brock Purdy out there because that's the anomaly, perfect situation, system, all those things. But I was even talking about this with somebody earlier today. Like, go back to the the Zach Wilson draft in 2021, and everybody wanted to move heaven and earth to make sure they finish first to get or finish last to you know have a shot at Trevor Lawrence, and he yeah, goes to the Jaguars. Miss. Has Trevor Lawrence been the so-called second coming of the Messiah so far in three he's years? Been, Do you watch that game good. last? He's been good. But has but, he been? Is Trevor Lawrence a top five, maybe even a top ten quarterback in the NFL right now? I'm a, I Off don't, the top I don't, of your head, I don't see someone that you had to go like tank to get. I'd like to have him. Well, that's I mean, what he's I mean. A good young quarterback. It's so inexact. But I know. And listen, he's he hasn't been helped. He's on his second head coach. He's on his second system. Right. And Doug Peterson is a guy who's done, won a Super Bowl with that's Nick it. Foles. That's but like, it. if you go back to the 2018 draft. The third quarterback that was taken, the third, has been 
one of the best of the bunch. The third and the fifth quarterback taken in that draft class have been the best two. And we're talking about Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Because before them, it was Baker Mayfield, who, by the way, threw for over 300 yesterday. How about that? Um, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and then you had Josh Rosen sandwiched between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. You just never know. No, it's it, it's incredible. You know, first of all, not never knowing who was hotter going into that Monday night game last week than the Packers, and then they lose to the Giants, and then they look awful yesterday against Tampa. Ugh. So I'm trying to figure this league out. There's one team to me, one team that I think is clearly the best team. I think the 49ers are the best team without a doubt. Their three game losing streak was because of the injuries. When they're healthy, they're the best. And Who's second? Have a good time figuring that out. You thought Dallas turned the corner after beating Philadelphia. They were embarrassed by Buffalo. I heard Kansas an interest- City. I don't know. I heard an interesting stat today with um w- with Dallas. I heard this in passing this morning. I think on the uh, the NFL Network. In the last ten years, the Super Bowl champion has not suffered a double digit loss in the month of December or January in any of the last ten years. That happened to the Cowboys yesterday. So everybody that, that wants to think that the Cowboys maybe have a shot at winning a Super Bowl. I mean, year. I think the Cowboys can play in the championship game, but are they going to San Francisco and beating the Niners? I don't know who that team is. As long as they're healthy, I don't know if there's an NFC team that I would give any kind of chance of going to San Francisco and winning. And listen, they got off to a slow start. I was all over that game because I had them minus 12. Mm-hmm. And and it, they, they didn't play a great game. And they, next thing you look, oh, they, they, you know, they win by 16. They score 45 points on the road. That's a that's an outstanding football team. Jason Aldean's Highway Desperado Tour is coming to Northwell Health at Jones Beach Theater on Friday, July 12th, and PNC Bank Art Center on Saturday, July 13th. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets at ESPN.com or on ESPN New York's app. Scroll down to Contest and submit your entry. Brought to you by Live Nation. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Jack Daniels has always made great whiskey and they always will. One thing Jack can't make more of? Moments. Those are on us to create. New York football fans, we only get one shot at this thing called life, so let's make sure we're making the most of every moment. Jack Daniels is giving you and your friends the chance to have the ultimate tailgate experience during the NFL playoffs with me, Peter Rosenberg. Visit jacksultimatetailgateexperience.com to enter. Jack Daniels, make it count. Jack Daniels and old number seven registered trademarks. Please drink responsibly. To score a touchdown, everything needs to line up perfectly. No different than finding the person you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, do what I did. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right. So visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location at the mall at Short Hills. Mention I told you to stop by, you'll get the Michael K. treatment. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. 
ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It's a football Monday with the Michael K. Show. Presented by Infinity and Slowman's. But if God got us, then we gon' be all right. Football Mondays on 9870 SPN are brought to you by Slomans. Slomans has low-priced home heating oil, and all NFL fans love that. Low prices, zero sacrifices. For over 100 years, Slomans has been a staple in home comfort. Call 1-866-OIL-DEAL. Also want to mention to you that it's game time. Brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Two locals tonight, Dan. Yes, sir. At 9 o'clock, first up, it'll be the Nets and the Jazz from Utah. And the Knicks will finish up the western portion of their five-game road trip in L.A. against the Lakers. That's a 10-30 tip. And I'll be all I, over and that. I, and I hope for our um, great producer on the MSG side uh, and also the board op for the morning show, Ray Santiago, who's got to you know get up at you know 4 o'clock in the morning to do the morning show and also produce knicks lakers tonight for a ten thirty tip that that game doesn't tip off at 11 when they have the ceremony for the in-season championship is that what they're doing tonight they're, they're raising uh the banner to the rafters and i'm not going to kill the lakers for it i'm sure this is on an edict from the league and from adam silver because it's his baby they're going to want a big deal and a ceremony and the whole thing so did you see what they did the other night in phoenix by the way and Pat O'Keefe had a great line because we did the game Friday night when the, mm-hmm. the Knicks beat the Suns, the Jalen Brunson game, when he was absolutely lights out. Yeah, 50. So the Suns retired Sean Marion's number. Remember Sean Marion, the Matrix? Sure. Yeah. Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire all those years? Mm-hmm. They did the ceremony after the game, which was a Suns loss. So when Pat and I were doing the crosstalk afterwards, he said it has like a Shea Stadium feel to it, yeah. which is like, <laughs> right. I guess like Shea Stadium is now when you look up post-game ceremonies after loss. Yeah. Like Shea Stadium's picture is in the dictionary, I guess, because of right. what happened in 2008 with the season finale. Right. But but at least it wasn't Phoenix's season finale. No. I mean, they they, they you know, lived to fight another day. But then the, Nets, the Knicks end up giving up 144 points to the Clippers, uh, the next night uh, on Saturday. So now they're going to play three games in four nights, and then they come back. I believe it's going to be uh, on Wednesday to take on the Nets to finish up the mm-hmm. five-game road trip. So, listen, Brunson was 9 for 9 from three and, and all that and the 50 points, but then they completely gave it up against the Clippers, who are not that great of a team, although they're supposed well, to they're be. They're playing really well now. They, with you the know. Lakers tonight. Oh, yeah, they're starting to find it a little bit hard and starting to find it. It takes some time. When you put that uh, super team together, that's game time brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. During the big games this season, enjoy Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Remember, when it's game time, it's Tully time. Please enjoy responsibly. So, Pato keeps on the call. Are you on the pre? You bet your bottom dollar. All right, looking forward to that. It's a long day, Bob. That'll be on 9870 SPN New York. Listen, it's not like you're digging ditches. I'm with you. I've got the pre for. the Maple Leafs and the Rangers tomorrow. Rangers had a nice uh, weekend beating the Ducks and the Bruins on back-to-back nights. we got to get into this, Dan, because football season's over now. now we'll great. still talk football because it's football, but, you know, we kind of knew the Jets and Giants were dead, although they still had a pulse, but I think, you know, the Jets are done. The Giants still, the pulse is there, but the the, the priest is in the room. But find out what these winter teams can do. Now, is the, priest, it, decent. is the priest in the room to, like, give communion? Or is he there to administer last rites, like for two different reasons? Because somebody, if you're bedridden, you still want to receive communion. The priest no, 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 shows no, no, up. no, 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 no. Listen, I don't want to get overly morbid, but yeah. you know, the priest is there to perform the last rites. Well, that's why I gave you the communion option, and then you went, you know, really morbid. No, at the end of the, end of the line. There's no, there's no communion. That one, but and you mentioned the rain. That was a great win on Saturday night. 
A great win. Yeah, Trocek with two goals, <sighs> get the game winner against Boston, a 2-0 and against Boston. And Boston, who's basically just, you know, you know what it all for the entire NHL, at least in the regular season, for the last couple of years, to go up there and, as you said, now beating them twice, yeah. two for two this season. Rangers got something cooking there, Bob. So we've got uh, and and the Knicks too. Once they get through this Western swing, and so there's uh, there's some winter sports that we can focus on once the football is completely put to bed. Uh, let's get back to the busy phones one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six, and let's go to how about Will in the Bronx? You're on ESPN New York. How are you, Will? Hey, fellas, Don, Dan, Willie. What's up, baby? You guys, Willie. Hey. I got three three small points. I'll try to make them quick. Uh, one, I just wanted to say thank you again for the book. I got it last week. You know, sorry it took so long to get out, but I, I got to be honest it. with you. I mean, going a trip to the post office is not something I look forward to, and I wanted to make sure I did it right. So sorry you had to wait as long as you had to wait for it. He, he, nah, he will will to, to the beach bash brought a it's book from Michael and Peter and me to sign, and it took way longer than it should have. But I'm glad you got it. Enjoy. No, thank you again. And I just wanted to say that some of the most memorable shows are when Dan joins you guys. And uh, Anthony's ENN, I look forward to him every time. A lot of talent this and, uh Lastly, I just wanted to say happy holidays to all you guys. And uh, Dan, uh, enjoy your burger. And Don, enjoy your sesame chicken. <laughs> Take care, you, guys. I, I just wanted to wish you guys, uh, you know, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Take thank care. you, Will. You too. And, and, and I took offense during our show meeting. I took, a, I, I took offense to the Will comment there because that's basically just propaganda that you've spread throughout the well, tri Well, it's not area, propaganda. But- Listen, every time I've ever broken bread with you, and I've been, you've been one of my best friends, if not my actual best friend for two decades, mm. whenever we break bread, you order a hamburger. Do we have to bring up the coffee situation from earlier? I, well, I, so, I this is, so, ba- so basically, wait a sec. So you guys woke up today, chose violence, and it's called Dump on Dan Day. That's what it is. But, but, Anthony, you know what? You've already let the cat out of the bag, okay? Why don't you just tell the whole world about the coffee yeah, situation? So Go ahead. Since you were the only eyewitness, you're That's the only right. one to substantiate this. Go ahead with all the venom and hate in your heart. It's really sad how, how I've been categorized. All I'm saying is, Don, accurate. To, your, to the spot that you always go to to get our coffee... Our lovely Starbucks for all the Disney employees. And by the way, no app, no bougie app. I walked down and actually ordered it. Well, that was the problem because if he just, if he took the app. Conversed with a human being. Well, that again, also lack of conversation situation. He goes, can I get the middle one? All right, can I preface this before you tell the story? Sure. I'm not a Starbucks guy. Not a Starbucks guy. I don't ever claim to be. I wasn't either. I'm not. I wasn't either. I had to learn though. But Don, he goes, can I get the, the middle one, just a regular coffee? And that was it. So they give him a black coffee. Sure. And I then did he, point to the cup, though, like I was five years old. He like, did, which, which he goes, one that do you one. want? I want Billy. that one. I want that one. That's what I, I and I, you know what? I think I actually reached out and touched you did. said cup. You did. Right. Almost top of them all And over. there was nobody else in line either, which gave me the comfortability to be able to go ahead. Of course. And, yeah. Now, he goes to walk over to where the condiments are in the cafeteria, thinking there'll be milk and sugar for him. Like going, any, any good the, coffee joint would have. Goes, How dare well, me? Well, wait a minute. Huh. Yeah. But you could just ask for these things with your coffee. I explained to him. But I didn't You could see, ask for cream. I would he, rather do it myself. Which he then had to go get another cup out of. And then he forgot to ask for sugar and goes, where's the sugar? And I said, no, we have sugar upstairs. There's, We're not dealing with this. The, this is He is so set in his ways. Like I said, every time we've ever gone out to Natasha dinner, is, is shaking her head right now at the at the thought of what's happening. But, and then, and then like, he has the audacity during our meeting. We were talking about Chinese food. And I said, sesame chicken. He's like, do you ever order anything else besides sesame chicken? A pot, kettle. Well, Nobody's what? more set. I you hope don't Greg have any, is listening. You're like almost K in, well, a, in a way. Well, I got him a spoon, you. Greg. I got him a spoon. Anthony was the one who got me the spoon. I didn't get it myself. But you go to this little so-called condiment bar, fixin's bar, whatever they have down in the cafeteria. There's nothing there for the coffee, so Starbucks. Because, Starbucks because it's two has, separate places. But they don't. They, they don't have one for Starbucks. That's the right. One that I went because to you asked for ketchup, like a gentleman. Mustard, barbecue sauce, salt, pepper, Tabasco, barbecue. But they don't nothing got nothing for the coffee. They don't got milk at Dunkin' either. Right. Yes, they. But d- you don't order. You don't order milk. You don't order a, a coffee at the Dunkin' Donuts and then wander into the McDonald's next door and start asking for sugar. But I didn't wander next door. I wandered. No, four you feet did. To the right. But no, no, you did. Because the way the lobby is, we have our commissary. 
and then completely separate to the commissary is Starbucks. They're not the same. Then what do you mean separate? They're in the same but structure. But they're different. The, the, the condiment stuff is after you buy your food in the commissary, you got your barbecue sauce, you got your, your, uh, your, your utensils and your ketchup and all that stuff, and then you walk over across the hall to the Starbucks, the two separate entities. But what it was was it was a learning experience. Dan now knows he could ask for milk and sugar from the Starbucks when he gets his coffee. What I forgot to do, and, and I and I it's cr- stronger than Dunkin', by the way. It's very strong, and and I I forgot to ask for the room in room at the top, leave room at the top, so I could add said. <sighs> yeah, they milk. had to, they had to pour out some of the coffee because yeah, it wasn't. To, I had to the, pour out some of the coffee. Not to do this because you say I would like milk or sugar, or whatever you want. But again, I'm not a Starbucks guy. Do you know what I usually do for coffee? Like the misses will. Do it on the phone and then just go ahead and it's there waiting for me. I walk in, say thank you, take it and go buy. That's amazing. You, <laughs> so but you Duncan, have people if you ask doing for, things for you, that's if, the issue. Look, the Joe that's not accurate. When we get Joe on Sundays, they're not going to put the milk and sugar in for you. They put it on the side. No, and I prefer. I'm very self sufficient. I prefer to dress up the coffee like I want it. You ask. You go to Dunkin' say I want a black coffee and give me the sugar and the milk no, on the side. No, it's a different story because it depends. Am I going home to drink the coffee or am I taking the coffee to go someplace? Let's say you take the coffee home. You order it black and then mix it when you get it. That's when you get correct. Home? What is happening right now? No, just it, it's it's odd. I control the distribution. I, <laughs> well, I mean, because, no, you know why, Anthony? Do you want me to tell you why? I, I will. I will gladly tell you why because this has happened many, many times over. When you order it on the app, you have the option. You could say, like, for instance, if you want cream. Sure. You, it, it's, it's numeric, so you could say one, two, whatever. I could say one, which is the bare minimum, and yet the thing looks like a, a, a glass of milk sometimes. Just with one, it's that light. They put too much in. So if I'm going home, I can do it myself and know not to overdo it and make it the way I want it. I I hear you on that, and I I can't say that I haven't gone to a coffee place. Other people have this problem, by the way. It's not just me. You're making me out to be the outlier. Like too much milk, not enough milk, too much sugar, not enough sugar. I've never heard of anybody ordering just all black and then bringing it home and mixing it themselves. That I've never heard of. Because I know that they can't screw it up. If it's going to be a bad cup of coffee, then it's on me. And I can accept that. The head hits the pillow at night. You know what? I could have right. done better in making the coffee. Aren't you happy we weren't here, Don? I, I'm, listen, in a way I am. I, I don't know if everybody else is, I, but he needed to be exposed. Let's go to Vincent and Tom's River. You're on ESPN New York. How are you, Vinny? Hey, how you doing? Good. Originally, I was going to bring the noise, but I want to bring uh, be p- p- politically correct. And okay. I want to say this. I feel like, you know, it's uh, I'm a very frustrated Jets fan. And I feel like, you know, Woody Johnson's first mistake was sharing the stadium with the Giants. He has the money, clearly. He bought the Woody chain. He's blasting off the Woody chain. He's he's got the big ice Woody chain like he he was like you know he's showing off his money. Yeah, but he just Why didn't not? have any place to put it. He wanted to put it on the west side of Manhattan, and Dolan wouldn't let him do it. Okay. I don't think he wanted to be out on Long Island. I think he wanted to come to Manhattan, and then it just became easier to do it in New Jersey. Come together so they could build a stadium where they can end up having a, a Super Bowl in New York. I think there was a lot of different pieces there. I'm not going to blame Woody for it. Do you think it, it had He's, anything to do? I'm sorry to cut you off. Now, do you think it had anything to do with the tailgating and all of that? Though? No, because like, like I said, he was willing it? to go to um, to the the west side of Manhattan to build a stadium. He wanted to build a stadium there. Everybody knew there wasn't going to be tailgating. He wanted it there, and Dolan blocked it. Which, which Dan, I never understood. Because Dolan blocked it because he didn't want to compete, um, have somebody competing with Madison Square Garden. How would that be? It's a, it'd be a football stadium compared to an arena. Like if the Rolling Stones come to town, they're going to play the West Side Stadium. They're not going to play Madison Square Garden. You're going to be competing with Barclays, which he had no problem with uh, Brooklyn having having an arena. Like I never understood that from Dolan's what perspective. About, but whatever, what they they blocked it from happening. He wanted to have his own stadium. And I don't, and, and Vinny, Cohen? thank you for the phone call. I Cohen didn't think. Getting, go ahead. Cohen getting the 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 Atlantic City, uh, not Atlantic City. The uh, you know now he's getting gambling, all of that. They they got plenty of room for that. Why? Well, I, I wish they would have just maybe Woody would have went in. Because you're City you're also talking about. It. Listen, I'm got to be in the business of defending Woody Johnson. Right. But you're talking about a building that's going to get used. What Dan? Maybe twenty times a year. 
as opposed to a baseball stadium that's going to have 81 dates on top of whatever else is going to be there. And then Cohen's got the money to go build the casinos and everything across the street. To build a standalone stadium that's only going to be used 20 times, that's hard to do. So it's just easier to share it with the Giants, and then the two of them can put together you know, the unfortunate monstrosity that it is. But still... He wanted the West Side Stadium, Dan, and Dolan wouldn't do it. I don't think he wanted to build something out on Long Island. I just don't think that where fans get caught up in the whole stadium thing and like every teacher's own. And look, I look at it differently with the stadium only because from a geographic standpoint, it's the Meadowlands is perfectly located for me, and I think you would agree, right? Yes. I mean, we're, we're Jersey people. I've been going there my whole life. It's twenty minutes away. I, I I couldn't ask for anything better. But I understand a lot of fans don't share that same exact situation. But the fact that people blame. 13 straight years without the playoffs or whatever is on the fact that the Jets share a stadium with the Giants to me is laughable. If, like, I mean, what are we going to... The first two years the stadium was open that they shared with the Giants, the Jets went to the AFC Championship game. And, and I guess they right. didn't win the championship because they, they share a stadium with the Giants. No, you no know? that has nothing to do with it. And, and the Giants missed the playoffs the two years in, in 09 and twenty. And then the Giants won the Super Bowl the next you know, year. So what do yeah, we attribute so, that yeah, to? Listen, if you want to say there's an identity crisis, whatever, but believe me, I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to get crazy about that's why they've missed the playoffs for 13 consecutive years. Come into Mercedes-Benz of New Rochelle for incredible offers and exceptional service. Now through January 2nd, do not miss great offers like two years of complimentary prepaid maintenance and new lease and finance incentives on 2023 E-Classes and 2024 GLEs. Special lease incentives available on all electric cars. $7,500 lease bonus. Plus, they have a large selection of new and pre-owned cars available for immediate delivery. MB New Rochelle has new at-home or at-work mobile service available to our local customers anytime. Let them come to you from any routine service items. Call to schedule. Stop by their showroom or visit them online at mbnewrochelle.com. Mercedes-Benz and New Rochelle, proud member of the Pepe Auto Group, the name you've trusted since 1968. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. This is football. Yes, football. Start playing football. The NFL yesterday. Now the NFL yesterday on ninety-eight seventy ESPN is driven by Ramsey Mazda. Let's start with the game of the day, and mm. that was in Cleveland Town. You had the Browns look like they were going to lose to of all teams the Bears trying to battle for playoff position. And what a fourth quarter 
for the Browns to be able to come back and take a lead 20-17. to And then we had the final play, and here's the play-by-play from Jim Donovan on the Browns Radio Network. Fields back to pass, up in the pocket, he rolls left, time's run out, he's going to look, he's going to look, he's going to launch, it's going down into the end zone, knock it down, the ball is intercepted, it's intercepted by the Browns, as DeAnthony Bell got it, he got it, ball game over, Browns win, Browns win, 20-17, to 17. it's all over. Now it was a heck of a call, Dan, but it wasn't as descriptive as it should have been because that could have very easily been a touchdown. It's great to hear Jim Donovan in the booth and on the mic, which is great because I know he's been under the weather a little bit here, so that's number one. And number two, I I mean, imagine if that game meant something for the Bears, like if they were actually trying to make the playoffs. It was lying in Darnell Mooney's breadbasket, and for some some reason he kicked the ball up into the air inadvertently for the interception. Yeah, and it was right there. Just an incredible win for the Browns. It's the first time in Browns history they've won multiple games by trailing by 10 or more points in the fourth quarter in a single season. And Joe Flacco's 212 passing yards in the fourth quarter are the most by a Browns quarterback in any quarter in over the last 45 seasons. Here's Kevin Stefanski after the win. I appreciate that locker room. That, that's a bunch of fighters in there. It's, it's not always pretty. It wasn't perfect, not going to be perfect, but to see those guys fight for 60 minutes, which we needed all 60. Guys pushing through injuries, guys out of the lineup, guys filling in. So that's a resilient bunch in there, so really proud of them. Proud to get that one. You know, we know where we are, and another big one coming up in the AFC next week, but really just proud of the effort to come away with a victory uh, in that fashion. I'm, I'm pretty proud of that group. Now, Texans-Titans, a great game. Titans hanging on by a thread. Texans certainly took a blow last week, losing to the Jets, giving up 30 points in the second half. But, Dan, I'm sure you saw it while you were doing Jets. Just love the fact that the Titans wore the throwback Houston Oilers uniform. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they should bring them back permanently. And it's those old uniforms, like when you're a kid and they were in existence, you don't really appreciate them that right. much. But then when they go away for decades and they bring them back sparingly like they do, you just appreciate them so much more. And look, whether it's the Jets vintage ones, the Giants vintage ones, the Houston Oilers, like bring them all back full-time. Seattle, the only ones that I still can't warm up to, that I still think are just repug, are those the creamsicles with the Bucks. I like them. But maybe that's because it's throwback for me. I'm not sure, but this game looked like it was going to end in a tie. Then the Texans thought they won in overtime on a touchdown. It was called back on a holding penalty, and then it came down to a field goal. Mark Vandermeer, Sports Radio 610 in Houston. 54-yard attempt, left hash mark. Here's the snap. Here's the spot. Here's the kick by Fairbanks. Yes! Yes! Good! The Texans win! Yes! Legendary! Fairbairn knocks it through from 54 as the Texans defeat the former Oilers. Put those uniforms back in the trunk. Case Keenum filled in for C.J. Stroud, who is in concussion protocol. The Texans have won three games this season when tied trailing in the final minute of regulation or overtime, tied with the Seahawks for second most in the NFL. The Browns have four. Houston has won six one-score games this season, tied with the Browns for third most in the NFL after the Steelers and the Eagles, who have seven. Let's hear from the head coach of the Texans, D'Amico Ryans. For our guys it's really not about uniforms i mean for us it's about being effective when we're on the field doing what we're supposed to do to go win a game we really don't care what we're wearing or what the other team is wearing it's about us playing good football don't you think that like they that the uniform rights should be up for the winner you know what i mean so like houston won the game they should now own the rights to the oilers throwbacks should Absolutely. Now, right? I get I get the fact that it's part of the Titans tradition because if you go back, they're the old Houston Oilers. But Great. The fact that you have a team back in Houston, they, it should exchange hands the way it did when Cleveland came back into the league. Remember? Of course. Like, like for uh, before Cleveland came back into the league, the Ravens' history was the Cleveland Browns' history, but then they gave it up to the Browns when they came back. Should have done the same thing. They should be the Houston Oilers when they came back in. The Texans, it's a lame name. Well, you know how the like lame logo college rivalries in college football they have those like stupid trophies that when like they win it they all like parade it in the middle of the field like that's what the Texans right. and Titans should do they should hold the Oilers jersey or the Oilers helmet and say it's ours for next year and you get to wear them well it looks like the Buffalo Bills are are back big win over the Dallas Cowboys here's the play by play on Bills radio 
Cook to the left of Allen in the shotgun. Two receivers left, one to the right. Here's the snap. Give us to Cook. Goes behind Dawkins through a hole. Down to the 10, the 5, and he leaps into the end zone. James Cook with his second touchdown of the game. One receiving, one rushing. It is a blowout here in Orchard Park as the Cook has found the kitchen for the second time tonight. So, Dan, James Cook becomes the first player with 200 scrimmage yards and two scrimmage touchdowns versus the Cowboys since Alfred Morris did it on December of 2012. Cowboys now 3-4 and four on the road, averaging 21.7 points per game compared to a 7-0 and record and 39.9 points per game at home. So, Dallas Cowboys now look like they were in control of things. Then now we'll see what Philadelphia could do tonight against Seattle, but Dallas did not look good in Buffalo. So what you're saying to me is that James Cook had over 200 yards from scrimmage in the game yesterday. Mm -hmm. His brother Dalvin has 214 yards rushing for the season. That's right. That's right, Bob. Mm -hmm. And the Baltimore Ravens are in the postseason. And let's hear from their play-by-play guy on the final call on WBAL. No more snaps needed. This one is official. It's heading to the books as the Ravens will beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 23-7 in Jacksonville. They improve to 11-3 and they clinch a trip to the postseason. As they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 23-7. Ravens now, along with the Niners, are 11-3. They'll face each other coming up next Monday. Per Elias, this will be only the second matchup in Week 16 or later since the 1970 merger between teams holding a share of the NFL's best record. Ravens are allowing 4.41 yards per play this season on pace for the third lowest rate by a team in the last 15 seasons. They might, not they might, they are the team that if you're asking me right now who I trust the most in the AFC, it's the Ravens. Not yeah. just because they ha- they're out in front, but th- th- my Super Bowl pick was Ravens-Niners, and it's looking well, pretty go. good right now. But it is looking great. You feel bad for Keaton Mitchell, too, that injury he suffered, and unfortunately... Uh, Done you know, for the season, right? That happened on natural grass, and injuries can happen on, on any surface, and just a brutal one like that. I mean, yeah. you, you can't... You can't make that stuff up. Just absolutely awful, awful. That's the NFL yesterday, driven by Ramsey Mazda. It's the experience of driving a new Mazda and buying a new Mazda from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. With the holidays around the corner, get a jump start on the new year by losing a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days with NJ Diet. They help you the natural way with your hair and saliva samples along with their bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements where the side effect is weight loss. Then, NJ Diet utilizes DNA testing to determine your ideal workout regimen and diet to help you keep it off. Best of all, NJ Diet is all natural. None of those injections, no hormones, and no surgery. Full supervision is provided every step of the way, and you even get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Locations throughout the tri-state are available worldwide with live online video consultations. So call them now, 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET. Go to njdiet.com to lose the weight for good. That's njdiet.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.